Hello friends, and welcome back to Mixology, the podcast where we discuss, discover and dissect mono and stereo differences on classic albums from the 60s. And today on the show, we're going to be taking a look at the second album by the Beach Boys, but also their first released in mono and stereo, so the earliest we could go back for this show. And this will be of course Surfing USA, released in March of 1963. Now, overall, we don't have too much to dig into here. The original mono and stereo mixes don't differ too much, but slightly in some ways, of course. And we have one more modern remix to take a look at as well, the 2003 stereo mix of Shutdown. Now, at the time of posting or recording, the Sounds of Summer Deluxe box set, which has a new remix of Shutdown and Surfing USA, is very soon due to come out. However, I didn't want to cover these here today as A, it meant I could get this show done, but B, I'm potentially tempted to take a bigger look at the new mixes in that set and do a special episode comparing them all to some of their past mixes. I'm still yet to dig into how I plan to do this, but I think this would be a nice idea as a way of taking a look at a more current product, but also one that blends in with what we're looking at here on Mixology, of course. Before we dig into the show itself, I of course want to, as always, give a huge shout out to my patrons, the guys who keep the show going. Your support means the world, as always, and I couldn't be doing exactly what I do without it. Of course, if you too want to support the show, you can do so by heading over to patreon.com forward slash back to mono, where we have tiers from just showing your support to getting loads of extra content as well, and any of those is always appreciated. But the personal advertising out of the way, of course, let's dig straight in with the opening cut on the album, Surfing USA. Now, as we go through, it is worth noting that the stereo is consistently faster, though not overtly noticeably so. The tracks I'm using today, apart from the remix track, come from the 2015 Analog Productions remaster, meaning that these were all transferred at the same time by Kevin Gray. As such, sound fantastic, but also are the closest between the mixes rather than having different types of mastering used at the same time. Now, with Surfing USA, overall the mixes are very similar, but the mono not only has extra compression used on the mix, gelling things together a bit more, but the vocals are also way out in front by comparison to stereo, whereas, as I said, they just gel more in the mix and sit in a much tighter position. Let's start in mono and open up into the stereo. You'll catch them surfing To stereo. Moving on to track two, we have Farmer's Daughter. A little oddity here, and one that's not a difference, is that there's a lot of static clicks on both mixes, seemingly baked into the tracks, along with the sound of lyric sheets before the backing vocals start, but audible in both, as I said. Just keep an ear out for that whenever you're listening to the track in future. These are fun little oddities, and ones I love highlighting, despite the fact they're not differences between the two mixes. Naturally, they're obviously both more audible in stereo. 
Overall though, the mixes are again very close, with the vocals generally higher in stereo and the backing vocals definitely riding higher in that mix. Though due to the nature of the panning here, with Brian's double track to one side and the backing vocals to the other, it feels a little closer to the mono than something like Surfing USA does. As such, we'll start with the mono and move out into the stereo. Into stereo. Fade of the track has a hair extra in mono, with the hint of an extra vocal by Brian here. This difference is so tight that we'll play the end of the stereo and then the mono, just so you can pick up on it, rather than jumping from one to the other. And again, in mono. As a little extra treat, I'm going to chuck in a track from a bootleg here. This is an early mono mix of the track, with an alternate vocal and extra vocal reverb used, mainly on those backing vocals. Here's a little snippet of it, just for fun. Track 3 is the first instrumental on the album, and it's their cover of Miss Alou. Now, this is very close, but the stereo makes a distantly mixed sax in the left-hand channel become a bit more audible when compared with the mono. I do want to say that all the instrumentals here really benefit from that stereo separation. The monos are still good, but the stereo just makes it feel much more in the room, and when we get to a track later on, I'm going to really be raving about the stereo. But for now, this one is pretty decent in both. We'll start with the mono and open up into stereo. Into stereo. Now, on Stoked, we very clearly have more echo used in the stereo, mainly evident in the intro. So we'll play the mono and then the stereo for this. This extra echo that I point out is panned over to the left-hand channel, so pay attention to that. As I said, mono first. Stoked. And again, in stereo. Stoke. 
my favourite track on the album, The Lonely Sea, comes up next, and this is an earlier twin track recording from 62, which offers up very little in the way of difference, though interestingly uses a narrowed left-right mix, rather than the typical hard panning one might expect. The mono is of course the most comfortable and hitting of these, and certainly the one I would recommend here. The tape hiss that is very present in both, so neither really tidies that up, but that's fine, I don't want no noise being used here. We'll start with the mono and split off into stereo. That's why my Stereo. You never stay. You never stay. And at the end of side one, we get shut down. Now the stereo mix here is a little weird, mainly due to the fact that the live track is panned a long way to the right, while the rest generally makes sense based on the tracking itself with Mike's overdub vocal and the lead guitar and saxophone panned off to the left, all recorded live in one track, and Mike's original vocal and the backing vocals panned off to the hard right, meaning that the backing track is almost mixing with that, but separate as well. Interestingly, the 2003 mix does attempt to correct this, but still keeps the live track somewhat over to the right, but does correct the balance between the vocals and track, much more like the mono, though this of course has the usual Lynette EQ, giving it a slightly boomier sound, but punchier in the same way as well. Overall though, the mono and the stereo mixes do have the usual very mild balance differences, mainly due to the difference between the vocals and the backing track. We'll start with the mono, move to the stereo, and then the 2003. Into stereo. As we flip the record over, we open up with Noble Surfer. Here, the stereo actually gets to sound very close to the mono due to the nature of the panning, with Mike's double-tracked vocal mixed together in the left-hand channel and the backing vocals and track mixed together over in the right. It's a slightly weird decision, but without having the most track in front of me, it's really hard to tell, and even John from the Sail On podcast had a hard time really describing exactly what went down here, and while he could break it down, it's certainly one that's hard to put across, and we're not going to really get into that. Let's just do what we do best, and start with the mono, and move into stereo. The surfers call him noble, and it's just what he is. He's dedicated to the mighty sea Into stereo Surfing night and day, never twice in one spot He's something you and I would like to be No ain't Josh Another instrumental, Honky Tonk is up next, and like the other instrumentals, very much a similar deal, with the echo maybe standing out more in stereo, but likely due to the separation. As always, we'll start with mono. 
into stereo. Now, Lana is a slightly interesting one, only slightly though. It's a similar deal again with the main mix, but we do get a treat at the fade, but I'll get to that in a second. Looking at the body first, we'll start with the verse, move into the solo, change over to stereo there, and then into the next verse, as the Celeste stands out more in stereo, but this is again like you just use separation and EQ. As promised, we'll start with the mono. stereo. And at the fade we get a decent chunk more in mono. Let's start with the stereo and of course move over. Mono. And like Farmer's Daughter, we get a bonus early booted mix here, featuring alternate vocal and no Celeste, instead a doubling of the guitar in the instrumental. We'll play the same section again as we heard previously. Surf Jam comes up next, and it's the same deal again, with the echo feeling more present in stereo. I did mention earlier about how much I love the stereo mix of these instrumentals, and this track really is the peak of this, as it has the yelling by not only Dennis, but the other members of the group as well, and it makes a real live picture across the stereo field that sounds absolutely great in headphones or over speakers. I absolutely love this track, it's my favourite instrumental here and it's a real joy in stereo for me. We'll start with the mono though and move over. Into stereo.
Second to last track and last instrumental is Let's Go Trippin' and it's the same old, same old. We'll start with mono and open up. to stereo. And closing out the album is Finders Keepers. And guess what? We got the same again here, with the blended vocal panned over to one side rather than split, which works well for keeping the effect of the mono in my opinion. We'll start with the mono and open it up into stereo. Finders into stereo. And with that, we come to the end of the earliest stereo mix done for the Beach Boys catalogue as far as albums go. This was not a difficult one to dig into, as you've obviously heard now, the mixes were generally very close. But there's the odd little difference here and there that makes it worthwhile, and ultimately I'm going to be covering the whole Beach Boys mono stereo catalogue mix difference thing as time goes on, so I had to throw it in here. Doing Please Please Me as well inspired me to kind of dig into those early albums by these sorts of groups and I'm sure I'll look into similar albums such as Kinks by The Kinks in the near future. Beyond that though, I want to say a huge thank you to you for listening to the show, of course. As I said earlier, check out the Patreon if you want to support the show from any amount that you so desire and you can do so at patreon.com forward slash back to mono. If you just want to get in touch with me though, you can reach out at backtomonoradio at gmail.com or you can hit me up on social media over on Instagram at hypnoticfred. A link to all of these will be down in the show notes, so I'm always up for a chat wherever you feel like it, of course. Beyond that though, not much else to say apart from thank you so, so much for listening to the show. And remember, whoever you are and wherever you are, have a great great day Surfing USA.